0: Hi guys, happy Monday or whatever day that you are listening to this. I hope you're having an awesome day. Can't wait to jump on into this episode because I've honestly struggled this past week about what it is that I'm going to talk about and the entire time it was staring at me in the face. So like most times, it's exactly what I need to hear and potentially like what I'm currently living through as I walk this journey of emotional eating alongside of you guys so I can't wait to hop in but you know the drill by now you need to go fill up that water bottle I've got mine Um, I've slacked the last week and a half we were traveling and I went away this past weekend to my girlfriend's house and so I think that it just a culmination of being busy and not paying attention I have not gotten the water that I've needed in so as you're you know, taking that first sip, because I know you're filling it up, today, Monday the 4th, we are actually starting our prep week for the gut program that I've talked about in some prior episodes. Monday the 11th, next week, we actually start day one of the gut program. So I have a question for you. Why haven't you joined? If you're feeling super bloated or feeling like you have gut sensitivities or maybe even some pesky food sensitivities, some unexplained rashes, maybe not the clearest... Skin, mood swings. It could mean that your microbiome is off balance. I'm, of course, going to talk more about this the weeks coming up and share my experiences as I walk through this program week by week. I wanted to make sure I shared that with you guys. But if you feel like you're having some of those symptoms, it could be that the microbiome is off in your gut. So I want you to know that you don't have to know anything about gut or gut sensitivities or anything like that, all of that is built into this program that I'm going to be doing alongside of you guys. I've got like a little special chat thread that me and some of the other girls who are already doing this with me are going to be participating in. So if that's something that you would like to do, you're more than welcome to email me. I'll give you the information in the show notes. Um, But you'll be alongside of me in a very private chat thread as we as a group go through this over the next four weeks. So if that's something you're interested in, Let me know. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. So let's jump in to the topic at hand. Um, And it's currently something that I am walking through experiencing. Like I said, I kind of had trouble figuring out what it is that I wanted to share with you guys. And I'm sharing this kind of like, On Sunday evening, it's supposed to publish in the morning, so it is last minute. But like I've said, I've battled with what I really wanted to share with you guys. Um, So the topic is going to focus around how do we get back on track when we have kind of intentionally or unintentionally fallen off the track towards food freedom or towards healing our food addiction. One may ask, what do you mean intentionally or unintentionally? So, intentionally, for instance, This past week and a half, half, I've gone to the Dominican with my husband, and I knew that I did not want to restrict myself so heavily to where I felt like I wasn't enjoying my time. We all know, like if you've been on a diet that has been very restrictive, you may feel like you don't get that freedom and you feel like you're in like a deprivation state. And I never want us to feel that way in any part of our journey, but for me... When I go on vacation or when I know that there's going to be tasty food involved, I definitely don't want to restrict myself to the point of like not enjoying my vacation because I'm thinking about the food that I'm not getting. Does that make sense? And then this past weekend, I've actually got to go visit one of my girlfriends and she is fixing to open her bakery. I'll talk more about that um, later on, but she's, you know, finally getting to live her dream, open up a bakery Um, It's called The Little Cake Company, and it's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Her name's Ellie, and so she's just this, like, incredible baker, and I knew that she was going to have, like, all these sweet treats, and so I didn't want to restrict myself there either. Um, So that's what I mean by intentional. It means that I know that I'm going to be stepping outside of the normal guidelines that would keep me headed down a correct direction with my emotional eating. And know that I'm gonna to choose to enjoy the foods and not feel restrictive or not feel like I'm starting that shame cycle. Like no, no shame is surrounded from this past weekend of enjoying all those decadent treats with my friend Ellie because I knew that it was planned, right? Unintentionally, it's kind of like what we refer to as this spiral that we go down. So I'll give you an example. When I got back from the Dominican, to when this past weekend, I went with Ellie, that week, there were some unintentional emotional eating, right? I don't feel shame over it. But I know that I went in without not much of a plan. And so that was kind of that unintentional, like, eh, it's probably not the best foods I could have chosen. I definitely didn't plan for all, you know, those types of meals to be eaten, whether it be fast food, or just like, not on my guidelines, not on my plan. Um, that I know brings me success, right? Like I've referred to it as my my physical solution that I've used over the past several years. Um I know that I was operating outside of those guidelines that lead me to success. Right. So that would be my unintentionalness where my vacations and weekends with my girlfriends, those are intentional. Either unintentional or intentional, we both ways have arrived at this place of like, okay, we're done. <laughs> we're ready to kind of like realign ourselves back toward our goals, right? We're, we're done with our own BS. Um, So I want to kind of address how do we tackle this issue? Because this has been like one of the most requested topics that I talk about so far. And I think it's because it's the, the hardest, right? Like we're pulling ourselves again, back out of this spiral that we've been on and to push ourselves right back on track. Okay. So for whatever reason it might be, maybe you had vacation. Maybe if you're like me, your cycle could be starting soon. Sorry, guys that are listening. um, But whatever the reason being, we need to kind of like pull up our bootstraps and like get this going. Right. So I try to address issues like this, how or tr- I try to share them with you guys, how I would address them with myself. And so I typically come at it from like the three to four realms that I typically talk about. So if you've listened to some of my episodes before, you'll know that I try to address it from like an emotional mental standpoint, a physical standpoint, physical being like tactical, um, and then the spiritual side. So let's jump into the emotional mental. So for this, I really feel like when you get tired of your own baloney, then you're ready to like make this decision like okay let's realign ourselves so how do we do that right so number one with the emotional mental and if you need to like get a pen and paper out here's your little pause I'm gonna take a sip of my drink and so everybody can get ready take a sip of yours so number one we'll start with the emotional mental so for me, it's realizing that I was kind of headed in the wrong direction and that direction isn't serving me anymore, right? So enjoying the vacation and enjoying my weekend at Ellie's house and enjoying all those treats, that's great. It served its purpose and now it's time to kind of let it go because it's not going to serve me as I'm heading into this new week, right? Like I'm, I'm tired of you know, maybe feeling bloated from all the excess sugar or whatever it might be. I'm just kind of ready to make that change, right? So I think that that takes some conscious um, quiet time. Like for me, as I was driving home today, that's when I got my mind right. And I really do encourage you to kind of get away, maybe take a walk outside or wake up early on a Sunday morning or um, spend some time away by yourself. Because I really feel like we get to clear our heads when we have that alone time. If you're somebody like me who doesn't like to be alone, force yourself into that area because that's where clarity sometimes comes from, is when you're alone with your own thoughts. So that's what I did today on my drive home. I kind of got clear-headed and I started figuring out, okay, like what do I want to leave in this past week? What do I want to pick up and take into this new week? So it's really basically taking that Um, emotional out of it, right, the emotions, and focusing in on the logical. So like, if we want to improve, and we want to feel better, and we want our mental clarity back, and we want to be successful this week, then we need to get logical about it, and kind of start thinking in this way of what's going to align us with our goals, right? It's probably not running through Taco Bell and getting burritos, okay? Just a guess. It's probably not that, Remember, this is me telling Hannah this, like this is a conversation I'm having with myself. So Hannah, it's probably, you know, not Taco Bell drive-thru time that's going to take you to your goals. It's going to be eating balanced meals, getting back within your guidelines. And sometimes I really do have to like talk to myself that way so that I'm preparing my mental space for like, okay, we're taking back a hold of these reins We're we're taking back a hold of the steering wheel. And we are going to make better decisions this week. So that's kind of like the emotional mental. I'm clearing up any emotions I have, right? Like if there's shame present, I'm getting rid of that. I'm leaving it in the past and I'm headed towards the future. So if you have a community around you, this is also something that can be in the emotional mental. You can make like a declaration. Um, declaration sounds like really serious. What I mean is like if you have an accountability buddy or a mentor or a partner that you can kind of like declare to that you are making a change this week so that they can hold you accountable. That's just a really nice to have. Um, Remember, you have my free Facebook group that you can go hop into. That's going to be linked in the show notes. If you need more one-on-one coaching from me, you can also grab that at pass the plate podcast at gmail.com. Just send me an email with battle buddy in the subject line, and we will talk about your specific goals and uh, maybe how you can use my community to help you on your journey. But neither here nor there. Number two, right? So that was the emotional mental side, making sure that we know where we're headed mentally. Number two is the physical. So in the physical arena, right? This is number two. Um, Some things that I do to help me prepare for a better week. Number one is submit a grocery order. So if you don't have time or you feel like you're, you know, had a big weekend like me, I didn't have time to go grocery shopping this weekend. So before I left my friend's house, I put in a grocery order so that when I rolled back through town, I could just pick it up and head to the house. So remember to do that. You can always do simple items such as staple household items that you need that you're you know going to use for the week. Maybe you're grabbing your kids, you know, bread for their sandwiches or some fruit. Um, if you, you know, are the type of person that like to go pick out your vegetables and meat and fruits, maybe you can do that, but still pick up like your normal staples through the grocery order just to save time. And it saves you from impulsivity buys um, or impulse buys, I guess. But like you don't have to be tempted as much when you're doing the order through the app rather than going in. So that's like A, right? Number one inside the physical category. Um, B or number two inside the physical category is meal plan and light prep. I say light prep For a reason, because I used to prep an entire week after I went grocery shopping. And I was in, I'm not kidding, I was in the kitchen for hours on a Sunday. Like literally my entire Sunday was meal prepping all these meals for the entire week. Number one, I don't know what I want on Friday on the Sunday before, right? So I say light prep because you live and you learn. So now my meal planning and prepping... Looks like some steady breakfast, some steady lunches, maybe mix them up a little bit, some steady snacks. And then dinners, I'm kind of mixing up so that we don't get bored through the week. And I can easily swap out like Thursday's dinner for Tuesday night if I decide that I'd rather have like tacos and then spaghetti squash, right? So I have a rough plan and a light prep. So maybe the light prep looks like cutting the vegetables, washing the fruit. Maybe that looks like grilling up a bunch of chicken so that I can then season it later differently depending on what dish it's going in. And then number three, or C, inside the physical aspect is implement. So my dad always says, do it, then talk about it. So this plan means nothing if you don't implement it. Okay, so you're basically putting your money where your mouth is. Walk the talk, right? So when you make this plan, stick with it, because that's where you start to gain the control back right? This whole episode is talking about how to get back on the track. Well, just because you make a plan does not mean that you're back on track. It's when you start walking out that plan is where your confidence is going to get built and you're going to feel like you're more in control after that, even with just a couple mills At the end, I'm going to share like a little hack that I have, but I promise you, you're going to want to have that um, implementation and because I'm telling it like it is because I've been here, I've planned my little heart out before. If I don't implement, guess what? No change happens. It's a genius thought, right? But, but in, somehow in my brain, I would make these plans and then not do anything with them. So just to drive that point home, your confidence, this regaining of control is going to come when you walk the talk. And you implement not just thinking about it, not just it floating around in your mind. When you're walking out this plan, it's going to get easier to feel like you have that control back over your emotional eating. Okay, so let's jump into the spiritual aspect. Um, This is honestly my favorite part. And this is where I got really clear that I knew that this was the topic I needed to talk about this week. So hear me, friends. If you are not a spiritual person, just hang with me. I promise you can still draw a nugget from this. If you are a spiritual person, lean in, get your ear real close because this is a good one. I listened to a really helpful message on the way home this morning. um, And I'll link it in the show notes for those of you who would like a little bit deeper dive. I promise you it's the best. If you are not a spiritual person, you could still get something out of this message. It's not maybe what you're imagining. But it is a very, very good message. And um, I feel like anybody could hear this and still get something out of it. So what I want to describe from this message is basically talking about the fact that we don't have to allow our flesh to dictate what we do. So again, if you're not a spiritual person, maybe you don't understand what I'm saying about flesh. What I mean is like, we don't have to let our emotions and our impulsiveness and kind of like this pull towards not smart decisions like dictate what we do, right? So that's what I mean by the flesh. I'm talking about the enemy. I'm talking about your tempter. You do not have to allow the flesh or the enemy to dictate what we do, right? We have that control inside of us. As believers, we believe that the that God is here with us and that we can lean on him for strength, right? So with that in mind, right, when we are saved, we are a new creation, right? Like I do believe that we can change our actions. We start behaving in a manner that would please God, right? Like that doesn't mean that we're perfect though, okay? So just because we are saved and we are this new creation does not mean that we are all of a sudden perfect and we don't do anything wrong. Like that's such a massive misconception about Christians is that, oh, well, you're a Christian. You should be like, you know, sin no more, right? Like, yeah, we would love that if we could, right? But we're also human, okay? And the flesh, the enemy, that old life stays with us always. And some people may disagree with me on that. They may say like, oh no, if you're saved, then you shouldn't struggle anymore. That's not the truth at least not how I've experienced it, okay? Even in the Bible, red letters, okay? So if you're not, if you haven't read the Bible or you don't know what um, I mean by red letters, red letters in the Bible means this is what Jesus was saying. So these are Jesus's words that were wrote down and not just somebody that's inside the Bible co- like commentating, right? Like it's, it's what he said. So in Luke 9, 23 through 24, it says, then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, Take up your cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. So if I give up my desire for this emotional eating, okay, if I give up this human nature for self indulgence, right? Like doing whatever my emotions tell me to do and and acting on those fleshly desires. Like if I if I give that up and I follow God, I'm going to have a much easier time battling the enemy or battling these fleshly desires than I would if I tried to do it on my own. But remember what I talked about when I first started talking about the spiritual thing is that we don't have to allow our flesh to dictate what we do, right? So the reason I read that verse off, there's like one specific word in there that I think is really helpful and resonated with me today when I heard this message, and it was talking about picking up or taking up your cross daily. Okay, so your cross, right, was Jesus was obviously crucified on the cross, right? So that, he had to carry the cross, okay? So that's symbolic for us having to carry whatever burden, right, is heavy in our lives. He's saying if we take up that cross daily and still carry it and fo- but follow him and we give our life to him, that he's gonna make that, you know, he's gonna make our life better. It says, um, but if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it, right? So I think the important word is daily here. And I think that the reason I clung to that earlier today, is because I feel like there's this misconception that once you have kind of laid down something that you struggle with, it'll always be down, okay? And I don't know if you're Patty Perfect out there, okay? But that hits me so hard because there are so many times where I feel like, here I go again. I've gone off the rails. I'm back to where I was, right? I'm back to emotionally eating again. And what God or what Jesus was saying here is that you're picking it up daily, right? It's like this daily walk with God. It's not this like, oh, cool. I was saved. So I'm good now. Like, that's not how it works, right? Like it's this daily invitation to be with him, to walk this journey with him, to kind of stay underneath his protection so that we don't have to struggle so hard and that we don't basically walk towards a um, an ending that isn't good for us, right? Like when I am underneath the safety of following God with my emotional eating journey, I am far more successful and at peace than when I'm out there trying to do it on my own. And if you're not a spiritual person and that doesn't make sense to you, like i would just encourage you to go watch that message and or pick up the bible app i've referenced it before i love the u version bible app and and go read and just search for yourself like don't trust me like i that's the best thing i've ever heard like a pastor say don't don't trust what i'm saying go read for yourself like don't i'm just here telling you what works for me but You go search it out and seek it out for yourself and then let me know what you think. Or if you have questions, you can come and talk to me. Whatever it is, but I'm just telling you, this is a daily walk. So don't be discouraged that you're having to pick up, again, your cross and walk this walk, okay? So um, I think that that was really encouraging. I encourage you, how many more times am I gonna say encourage? (laughs) Okay, but I encourage you to go listen to the message Uh, that I've linked in the show notes, because it's so much better than I'm doing it justice. But that was what resonated with me today, is that we do not have to let the flesh or the enemy or our sinful nature or our bad decisions drive our life. Like we can take the driver's seat along with God and make better decisions for ourselves. So along this theme of like driving, I have like a really quick story and kind of an analogy to share with you. And I heard it on Instagram before, a girl describing her weight loss journey. And she was basically using an example as if you were driving down the highway and you realized that when you hopped off your exit and got back on the highway, you realized that you've gone like five miles in the wrong direction, right? So like, oh shoot, now I'm five miles in the wrong direction. I gotta drive the five miles back and then five miles... The other way to get where I should have been, right? So you realize that you're on like the wrong path. You're headed down the wrong way. So what do you do? You clearly take the next exit off that you can turn around and head the right direction, right? That is the same way with this topic that I'm talking about with emotional eating. When you realize that you have been going the wrong direction, whether intentionally or unintentionally, and you decide, like, okay, I don't want to keep heading down this road in the wrong direction. Turn around. It is never too late. You're not too far. Like you can take the next exit, turn right, right around, and head back down the road, right? And this spoke to me because I'm convinced that something that held me back so long in my weight loss journey and my emotional eating journey was always feeling that I had to go at like a certain speed, and that speed was full throttle. Well, I burned myself out, and you know, basically quit, right? But when I removed like that time stamp or that like, oh, I need to lose this weight in 21 days or I need to lose this weight in four months. Like when I removed that aspect out of my brain and just focused on the direction that my body or my car was headed, right? My mental state was headed. My my journey with emotional eating was headed. Like when I was focused on the direction rather than the speed, I have found so much more success looking at it as far as direction, rather than speed. So obviously, if we're going the wrong direction, let's just turn the car around and go the right direction. Don't worry about the speed, you're going to get there when you get there. But we just need to be not driving in the wrong direction. So maybe think about that. If you're like, how do I how do I get back on get back on track, just head in the right direction. So the reason I say that story is, is because I'll give you a personal example of something that happened today. So as I was winding up my trip with Ellie, I knew that this week I needed to make better decisions about my food. What I had planned for was indulgences with Ellie's desserts, right? Like I'm giving you a personal example of something today. What I did not plan to overindulge in was my meal on the way home, right? So I had lemon blueberry, like icing buns that Ellie had made. Think like lemon blueberry cinnamon roll, okay? But not, not cinnamon roll, lemon blueberry. (laughs) Um, They were delicious, by the way. But okay, so that's my breakfast. And I'm like, okay, yeah, totally enjoying that, right? But lunch, I pulled my car into Chipotle. That's where I did not plan to overindulge, right? So what did I do? I ordered my tacos. I had some chips. And while maybe that wasn't the cleanest option, I'm enjoying the food, but I stop at the second taco, right? I don't have to eat the third taco. What did I do in that moment that helped me this week ahead of time? It allowed me to keep a promise to myself that I said that I was going to turn my car in the right direction and head down the road towards like regaining that control over my eating, right? Right. That is key. Taking that next meal after you have been like on a binge or intentionally indulged in food, that next meal, that next eating opportunity that you get, keep your promise to yourself that you said, okay, I told myself I was going to rein it back in. That is where you are turning the car around. That is where you're taking that next exit and heading in the right direction. It is crucial that you keep that promise to yourself because that is symbolically you taking the exit, right? Like you can't turn the car around if you don't take the next exit and get to where you can turn around, right? So that mill is your exit strategy off of headed the wrong direction. You have to keep that promise to yourself because if you break that promise, it will be so much harder at the next mill to keep your new promise right? Once you say yes to something, it's easier to say yes to it multiple times, right? So the same way goes for meals. Once you break that promise that you had with yourself 30 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago, it's easier to really keep on driving like down that spiral or down the wrong direction to not where you want to go with your goals. So let me do a quick recap The emotional, mental area, right? We said we are going to make that decision. We're going to stop driving in the wrong direction, right? That's like that deciding time that we're tired of our own baloney. Number two was the physical section. So we were talking about like the grocery orders and the meal plans, doing the light prep to not overwhelm ourselves, right? Just cutting up some veggies or washing the fruit, implementing, doing what we said we were going to do. And then the spiritual side, I have that message linked in the show notes. So please go watch it. Let me know what you think about it. And remember, you don't have to allow this enemy or this um, these wrong decisions, these emotions, they do not have to control your decisions. You are the one who gets to take over that driver's seat and decide that you are going to change the direction of the way the car is headed, right? Symbolic car. <laughs> um, so I hope that helped. I hope that this episode has blessed you. I know that it's a lot. I wanted to make sure I covered this topic in depth. Maybe you listen to it again for a second time this week. Let me know in your review or in your rating or a message what you thought of the podcast or specifically this episode. I hope you know that you can leave reviews every week based upon whatever episode I'm releasing. So, if there's something you want to tell me, don't be afraid to go leave like another review inside Apple Podcasts so I can see what it is that you guys are needing help with, what you found helpful. And if you want to get in touch with me, either about the gut program or a customized solution um, for you, you can always email pass the plate podcast at gmail.com. Put Battle Buddy in the subject line of the email so that I'll see it. You can find me on Instagram at Hannah Dickey Bryson. That way I know that you need help. So I always give my listeners a discount. So just let me know and we'll get you hooked up. And if you need a solution right now that's just focused around community and maybe you're not ready to jump all in with that, you can always join my free Facebook group. I'll have it linked in the show notes. And that way you can feel like you're surrounded with community. And we're a small group right now, but I know that we're gonna grow. So I will see you guys next Monday and I hope that this was helpful. Bye. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me though so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.